<laughs> Boys and girls, your attention, please. Presenting a new exciting radio program featuring the thrilling adventures of an amazing and incredible personality. Hey folks, it's me, Stephen, and as I announced in many of the previous episodes, well, I'm currently on vacation, and I'm not going to be back until July. But don't go anywhere, because you're still going to get an episode of this podcast. It just won't be hosted by me. Instead, it's going to be hosted by a truly amazing individual, or a group of truly amazing individuals. Just, you know... Don't go falling in love with them and leave me, okay? Anyway, see y'all in July. Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your guest host and friend, Frank, from the Half Hour Wasted podcast. I'll be filling in for this week while Stephen is on vacation. Today, I bring you an episode in three parts. Part one, movies. Part two, music. And part three, food. Let's get started. Part one, movies. Think back to that first time you went to a movie theater. What do you remember? Is it the smell of the concessions? The size of the movie screen? How cold the air was? I think I was six when I went to the movie theaters for the first time. I saw Bambi with my older sister. It was a one-screen movie theater with faded 1950s glamour. The box office jetted out from the side of the entrance. My sister paid and a machine spit out rectangular-shaped tickets. She gave me one, and we walked inside and then handed it to someone else who ripped it in half. Receiving the ticket and then handing it off was engrossing. I felt like I was a grown-up making a bank transaction. The lobby seemed so big. It was covered in movie posters Each poster reeked of the 1970s and had people standing in action poses or in a dramatic stance. I watched as the concession worker scooped up the popcorn, poured the drinks, and handed out the candy. Off to the side was a red hot dog carousel that had glistening hot dogs under a heat lamp ready to eat. I watched the hot dog slowly ride by as the motor squeaked. As we headed into the movie theater, my sister prepared me for how big, dark, and cold the theater would be. She told me about the giant roses painted on the inside of the theater's side walls. In retrospect, what she called roses may have just been stylized fleur-de-lis. These ornate paintings were holdovers from the theater's glory days, but I thought they looked so glamorous. The rows of seats were long and made a shallow arch away from the screen. 
you had to push your seat down. I remember seeing wads of gum stuck under some of the seats. I was fascinated. The seats themselves were made of a stiff red velvety material. It was fun to run my fingernails across it. When the trailer started, I was taken back at the enormous size of the screen. I didn't know that pictures could be so big and the amount of light and color were just outstanding. Over the years, I would return to that movie theater. Most of my fondest memories was seeing that year's Godzilla movie and cheering on our favorite kaiju. Most people can recall that first visit to a movie theater. Bring it up next time you talk to a friend and share your first movie experience. Part 2. Music slash My Summer Playlist Three songs do not make for a great playlist. Having those three songs by the same artist really stretches the definition of a playlist, so maybe let's just call this a three-song recommendation. Fountains of Wayne are best known for their song, Stacy's Mom. And while it's a fun bop, they have a catalog of equally fun power pop tunes. What I admire the most about Fountains of Wayne music is that it's not pretentious or stuffy. They embrace the energy and playfulness that pop music was built on. Music snobs may turn their nose to them, but music is a personal experience. It's like someone telling you that your favorite color is dumb and so mainstream. Take pride in the music you like, and let the snobs define themselves by their narrow point of view. Most of their songs have a narrative thread, whether it's about driving a car through a park on a summer day, or a quarterback experiencing time dilation as he throws a pass. Fountains of Wayne have a clever lyrical flow that is impressive and catchy. The first song I'd like to mention is called Mexican Wine. He was killed by a cellular phone explosion. They scattered his ashes across the ocean. The water was used to make baby lotion. The wheels of promotion were set into motion. But the sun still shines in the summertime. I'll be yours if... The crunchy guitar ushers us into a song about the circle of life, asking if the big things really do matter. Maybe all we have to do is enjoy a glass of wine and just live our life. The second song, The Girl I Can't Forget. I love songs 
that start with horns. This toe-tapping ditty about an unforgettable yet forgotten first date is so much fun. I love how the song's lyrics slowly reveal how a date could go so wrong in just one night. The last song is called New Routine. The song starts by painting us a picture of two old men chatting in a diner. By the middle of the song, we are on the other side of the world dealing with a couple breaking up. And by the end of the song, we're right back in that same diner with the same two guys chatting. New routine reminds us that you don't have to travel to another continent to find meaning. That it can reside in your town, in a diner, sitting across from a good friend. I hope you give Fountains of Wayne a chance. They make fun and happy music. Part 3. Food. So today I am having lunch at a, I guess a Dallas, Texas institution. It's called Keller's Drive-In. It was established in 1965, still here, and it's one of those places where you basically drive up in your car under an awning, turn on your um, your hazards, and then uh, one of the car hops will come out and take your order, and then um, a few minutes later, they'll bring your food. And this place seems to be very popular with... Uh, with older guys in their 50s who just like to hang out and uh, if they happen to have a motorcycle they'll ride it here or uh, if they have a fancy new muscle car Hi, I stopped the recording because the rest of the segment is a whole bunch of nothing. There is a portion of the record where I tried to describe what poppy seeds taste like. Desperately trying to 
think of how to describe the flavor of poppy seeds, and I can't come up with the words. The first idea that came to my mind was um, was like an earthy taste, but I don't think that's right. And it goes on for quite a while, so I think it's best we drop that segment, even though I put a lot of uh, thought into it. My, my, my original idea was to, okay, I'll talk about how hamburgers are like a foundation of American culture, blah, blah, blah. Obviously wasn't well thought out. So now we're at the dog park with my dog, NASA. And since this segment was supposed to be about food, I guess I'll transition and try to come up with something else. I ended up recording for another minute without saying a word. So now I'm back home. So I decided instead just to read off some food puns I found on the web. Becoming a vegetarian is a huge missed steak. I am very excited. Good luck. I'm your biggest flan. You're the worst. I know it's corny, but you're amazing. You are brutiful. Raising the roof. In pizza, we crust. Let's give them something to taco about. It's nacho your problem. Salami, get this straight. Basta la vista, baby. I'm kind of a big dill. Don't go baking my heart. Have an excellent day. Let us celebrate. You better believe it. Being there, done that. Y'all ready for this? I only have fries for you. Don't you know you're special? Thanks a latte. I'm muffin without you. I'd like to take this opportunity to apologize for those puns and for the lack of organization on this particular topic, being food. So, in retrospect, or, ah, here's some food for thought. Think out your segments a little better in the future. Nailed it. Well, that concludes this episode of the Just Another Fanboy podcast. I'd like to thank Stephen again for letting me guest host. And again, my name is Frank, and thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye, Daddy. Bye-bye, Daddy. Good job.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 